the college basketball experience preview and pick show for Thursday, November 10th on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bets. Now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash a W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience for Thursday, November 10th. My name is Colby Swigger, database dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh! Look, I know I'm not in the studio again. Home, home is where the heart is. But the real, the real heart is us giving out winners every single night of the college basketball season th- thus far. I am joined by my co-host, former. Former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, give it up for host of the NFL Gambling Podcast uh, and the Ryan and Rush Show. Check out all of those things. Give it up for my guy Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good, Colby. How about Bellerman and those Jackrabbits? Bellerman, Bellarmine, Bellerine. I mean, they look. They <laughs> I, they, they can make fun of me for saying that shit all I want. I'm cashing. I'm cashing bets over here. Yes, I mean, man, that was too easy, right? I mean, what what a what a game first off. Uh, look, I didn't get m- as many eyes on on, you know, the other nights I've been able to watch like a lot of the basketball games. I caught the second half of Louisville Bellarmine uh and then I caught a little bit of some other games, you know, the Davidson Wright State game I was recording, but I had it on. It seemed to be insane. But I gotta be honest, as as hosting the show, you don't get to uh, focus as much. So I'm gonna have to watch that one again tomorrow morning, I think. But yes, uh, I mean, Be- Bellarmine. What, what was that? What was that uh, win to? I mean, what was that payout there? It was like uh, if you got it in last night, it was something crazy. I feel like it was like you know plus eight hundred or something, right? Yeah, seven to one. So yeah, definitely a uh, big dog that we hit last night on the Bellarmines. Well, and I'm going to go ahead and say, obviously South Dakota state game winner. That was a fantastic ending. They win at Boise. Uh, we were on the money line there. I mean, we gave away those two plays uh, last, last night. And we also, you hit your lock of South Dakota, the coyotes minus five. And I gotta be honest, I went to go knock out some college football work. Uh, when I did Lipscomb was actually kind of, kind of giving it to them. So they, they, they stormed back in the second half. You you were right. 
I'm glad you you got me to. Uh, I ended up taking South Dakota. I feel like I was kind of on the fence, but I didn't. I didn't bet it. I know you you locked it up and, and bet it. But uh, how do you feel about that one? Yeah, no, it definitely was a sweat. It was uh, a like uh, another lock that we had in Davidson, where kind of <laughs> <laughs> never in doubt, I guess. But yeah, no, we had to sweat those out. Yeah, I mean the Davidson one, insane double overtime. I was very, 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 very fortunate <laughs> to uh, to come out on top there because I mean, I mean, we, I should say, but uh, hey, we got that dub. They woke up. They were down like twenty at one point. It was absolutely insane. It, we play college basketball DFS, so we invite you to come play DFS with us. We'll tweet out a, a invite from at. Uh, on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and Foster lawyer is a guy that got me almost 68 points on the DFS front. And I mean, you look, you read a stat line, 38 points, uh, what nine assist five threes made. He had 11 boards, foster lawyer. This is the same kid from Michigan state that we saw a few years ago with Tom Izzo. I would have never thought he got 11 boards in a game before. Um, and, and, but he, he turned it on and, and apparently down the stretch, like I said, I kind of met like the second overtime was on in the studio, but I was hosting. You don't get, you don't get the same amount of time to focus on exactly what's, what's, what's happening when that happens. Um, I also want to touch on this one and I know you got it at flat six, but I did have uh Florida golf coast plus six and a half. Now it didn't hit on the money line. And that round robin didn't hit, but I yeah. did have uh, you know plus six and a half. Uh, as as uh, Steve, Steve Lavin does get the dub, the half point saves me with uh, with FGC. So uh, that comes true. I think you did all right on another lock. I mean, we both ate shit on UT Martin. What is going on with UT Martin? Preseason favorites to to win the Ohio Valley and and just you know whoa, they lose by eighteen. Either Pitt and Youngstown State are really good, which I tend to not believe, or Youngstown State, or I'm sorry, or UT Martin's awful. So, uh, what was your take of that game? Yeah, no, the Skyhawks. It kind of just they got off to a good start, but then at the last ten minutes, the last eight minutes of the first half, kind of just fell apart. Youngstown State blew it open a little bit, and then yeah, UT Martin couldn't make enough shots to get back in it. So yeah. I don't know, man. We might need to start fading uh, the sky, the Skyhawks sky going I, forward. Yeah, I almost said the Skyrockets, but yeah, no, the Skyhawks. <laughs> yeah, Skyrockets. Maybe when they start winning some fucking games. Yeah. Uh, my worst bet of the night was not actually UT Martin. I took seventeen points in the Hampton Pirates. Oh my and god! That, yeah. I mean, I I did. This is one of the games I got a lot of eyes on. You know. Uh, <sighs> JMU almost won by 50 points. And maybe, maybe look, and I knew JMU is contending, you know, preseason publications have them contending for a Sunbelt championship. But Hampton, you know, they weren't a great team a season ago, but they bring back their backcourt. They brought in a key transfer from St. Louis. I thought they'd be a lot better this year. <laughs> that was a royal ass whooping. My apologies on on that. But and and I I I loved every angle of it. I loved the little brother angle of it. Um, I love the fact that they, they kind of have a, a veteran team, but man, JMU laid it on them. And uh, yeah, that was easily my worst bet of the season so far. <laughs> plus 17. You could have gave me plus what plus uh, they almost didn't cover times three. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they got drilled. I mean, it was, it was an ass kicking right from the beginning. I, I would, I mean, I took Hampton as well. I didn't lock it like you, but 
I, I was with you, the little brother angle, JMU was coming off that, uh, absolute shellacking of the what D three school that yeah. won by a hundred yeah. felt like. So maybe, maybe JMU is a little better than we're giving them credit for. I think so, man. And then, then uh, we had American and Maris that game went down to the final minutes. We did not hit on AU as Maris gets the dub. Uh, that was, that was anyone's game. I feel like I, I know NC Nick locked that one up, but uh, I will say this when the talking Davidson, Wright state and talking about today in general, what we learned, I think we learned that JMU might be a pretty damn good team. I think we learned that Davidson will still be decent in the a 10. And I think we learned Wright state's going to be a player within their own conference. And um, what I mean, South Dakota in the summit league, I think might be all right. Um, they were, they were a winning team a year ago, but we'll, we'll see they, 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 they battle back. I got to watch that game, but uh, Monmouth 52 Seton hall, 79. Wow. I mean, uh, I, I took this hit for me, but just because my last second homework of seeing the, the lack of experience at Monmouth, but uh, maybe, maybe we, we, we fade Monmouth, you know, when conference play starts, because I, I don't know that that team's going to be very good. And I think Seton hall might actually be better than what we think. What was your take on that game? No, I thought Seton hall looked good under uh first game for Shaheen Holloway. Uh, he's got a deep team and they're, they're still a little banged up right now. So they're going to only get healthier and healthier going forward. Yeah. Yeah. A UMKC actually kind of gave LSU a little bit of a ball game. Uh, we were on the wrong side of that. Did you take the kangaroos? No, I locked up LSU. I thought they would come yeah. out uh, firing under uh, Matt McMahon uh, game one, but they they were in a dogfight. I mean, UMKC, despite looking awful in the opener, was in it the whole way. Yeah, and uh, we didn't cover with IUPUI. We we didn't bet these games, folks. The oh, ones God. we bet, we had a pretty good fucking record on, with the exception of uh, I ate shit on UT Martin and uh, and and uh, Hampton. We still had a winning day. Especially on some money line plays, but yeah, IUPUI gets rolled by Drake. It'll be interesting to see Drake and how they do in the MVC this year. Uh, let's just talk about Kenny Payne's first game at Louisville because I only caught the second half. They kind of battled back at, at points in the second half and made this a game. Uh, I thought they might even have a shot to win it. They got a couple decent looks, I thought. Um, but this is a terrible start for him considering the D two loss in the, in the preseason. And now, you know, blar mine uh, gets the dub and uh, Bellarmine is, is uh, they're still not eligible to go to the tournament, right? Um, I think no, no, no. They have one more year before that is the dumbest so. fucking policy. It's stupid as shit. They need to fix that. It's they need to just uh, stupidest policy I've ever heard. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast. How about Steve Lavin though? San Diego yeah. might be better than. I mean, I I am very lucky to get that cover. I know you get the push on that, but um, uh, San Diego. That's impressive considering for what Florida Gulf Coast did to uh, did to uh, you know USC just just a couple of days ago. Uh, we also ate. Sh- sh- I think you. I think you went with me on this. Florida A and M. We both took Florida A and M there, or did you take Portland? I took Portland at the okay. last second, but I mean, I didn't lock it. But uh, hey, back to a uh, Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, two coaches that are on their second jobs or third jobs with uh, Lavin. The both those squads look good. I think San Diego and Florida Gulf Coast. Gulf Coast. I mean, it's a good road trip. All things considered, going to USC, getting a win, and then. 
being competitive with San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Uh, the, the, I knew they brought in some good talent. I was thinking it might take them a couple of weeks because of how many transfers came in, but uh, no, I mean, it seems like the, after game one, the, they really look good. So um, all right. Well, look, that's, that's all of the day's activity. Obviously I think that probably the best game, I don't know, I guess South Dakota state Boise lived up to lived up to the hype. As far as I, well, I thought coming into the day, that was the best game, but clearly Wright state and da- and, uh, and Davidson might've uh, or, or Bellarmine and, uh, and Louisville. So still a good college basketball day. It's funny. I see people, you know, I saw some complaints on like, Oh, there's no marquee matchups. You don't need, we just gave you three games that were fantastic. That's the best part about college basketball is like, you know, you have ESPN plus and the mountain West app or whatever the fuck it is. Some of these apps, you have it all there for you. Now I get it. You have to do a little searching, but it's all there for you T- today's games. Even though I didn't get as much time to focus on them, obviously we had three really good games. So I, I I'm very happy three days into the college basketball season with some of these games we've seen. How about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, tonight was a little painful in, in terms of the game of the night with Davidson and Wright state, because the audio was off slightly the whole entire time. It was synced up about 10 seconds ahead of time. So I had to watch the game on mute because it was giving away what was happening before it was happening. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I, I had to put that on mute and then I just put a, what was it? I think it was LSU and Seton hall on the on the main screen so that I could listen to that. So, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, we're starting to learn a little bit more and more about these teams. And then before we know it, we'll have a bigger sample size. That's what I'm saying. Shout out. And uh, you know, that's what I cue and Bobby Knight. Good round. You're celebrating with your appetite, bad round. You're losing, you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. It is a great thing to have. And that is why, um, we have a pretty, I'd still say this is kind of a, eh, all right, slate, you know, ahead of us today, but we load up for Friday because Friday is going to be absolute fire. So yep. let's get after it. People uh, tomorrow, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, D two and D three games or whatever. You know, I know Queens gets back out on the court 9.00 AM. I'll probably be watching that one here. But uh, you know, a lot of them, the, 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 there won't be lines out there for those teams. So, or for those games, let's just start 3 PM on the West six, uh, 6 PM on the East Lehigh heads to uh, Blacksburg Lehigh covered against Syracuse. I think barely, I think by a point and a half. Um, now they hit the road to go to Blacksburg. They're catching 23 and a half. What are you doing here? My friend? I'm going to take Lehigh to cover. I think they looked okay the other day against Syracuse and Virginia tech. I know they won their opener by a bunch, but they played Delaware state. So I'm going to take the points. I think it's, too, I think that's too many points to give uh, these Lehigh guys. I agree. I think Lehigh's better than Delaware state and you yep. saw them cover. And if anything that I feel like early on in that Syracuse game, they kind of stayed with them a little bit there. Uh, and maybe they'll have the same opportunity uh, with Virginia tech. I know who was it? That was, was it? Was it Mutz? No, who was it? So I, I watched a little bit of that Delaware State game. Someone was on fire from three for Virginia Tech, um, but I, I think with twenty three and a half points, you you got to go with the uh, the Fighting Hawks of Lehigh. We also have Charleston Southern thirty minutes later tipping off on the Big Ten Network against Ohio State. Um, 
This line is at 25. Man, look, Charleston, Charles, you look at you look at what what they've done so far. Obviously, Ohio State beat Robert Morris in the season opener. Charleston Southern took down Tacoa Falls. All right, shout out to them. But they took them down by 31, and that's enough for me to buy into uh 25 points. I mean, look, Ohio State did win by what? I think it was like I think it was 38 points against Robert Morris. Mm-hmm. Concerning. Concerning, and that's why I will definitely not lock this game up. But I will go with the Buccaneers of Charleston Southern. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, I'm taking the points as well. I went back and looked at Charleston Southern last year in these bye games. Ole Miss and Wake Forest, they lost by like 25 and 24. Georgia Tech, uh, Clemson. So yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. I think it's too many. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then we go. This is actually, I think, one of the more appealing games of the day for me. Uh, North Carolina Central heads to Boone, North Carolina. So a little in-state game for Lavelle Moten. I know they 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 opened up zero uh, and one, lost to Virginia, covered for us though, only lost by a twelve in Charlottesville. Uh, they head to App State. App State did put it on, almost won by seventy to against Warren Wilson. Uh, that's a, that's, that's a school that I've never heard. That's a human. They played one human being, um, but uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of like this angle here. Look, I, I know app state's been better of late in the sunbelt two years ago. I believe they made it to the NCAA tournament. Uh, and last year they were, they had a winning record. They, they fell in the sunbelt, uh, the sunbelt tournament, but I kind of like central getting four and a half. I am going to lock up central in Boone getting four and a half. What are you doing here, man? I'm going to lead North Carolina central. Like you said, year 15 for Lavelle Moten. He, he keeps a good program. I do like Dustin Kearns though at uh, Appalachian state. He's, he's got that thing going in the right direction as well. Yeah. I mean, look, last time they played app one by nine. So, yep. you know, the, the slate, I wasn't in love with today, but I think I think I I think Central's the better team, but I I, I expect it to come down cup final couple of possessions. It's in Boone, so maybe a slight edge to App because of that. Um, did you find yourself struggling for for some solid locks today? I feel like it was yes. like yeah, you're kind of just like eh. All right, next yeah. up. Yeah, no, I I kind of we'll we'll get to them, but I I kind of like the favorites in this slate. It's it's kind of a boring slate compared to tonight, and then obviously tomorrow night. It's a sandwich night. Yeah, yeah. This is actually this actually, you know, the the central app game, and then I am intrigued by this matchup. Colgate heads to Brown. Brown didn't cover for us in the opener at uh, Vermont. Uh, Colgate was up uh, on Buffalo, but Buffalo stormed back. Got a got a, a barely got a win there. Uh, now Colgate lays five and a half. I'll be honest, I'm talking myself into locking up Colgate, but it's on the road. I think I think this is one I should consider. What are you doing here? You know, I struggle with this one as well. Kind of like uh, Central and uh, who was it? Central and App State. I think both these teams are underrated. I mean, Brown went to Vermont the other night and I know they didn't cover, but they were decently competitive. And then Colgate's always good. They lost a heartbreaker at Buffalo. I'm going to lean to Colgate minus five and a half. Look on a, on a night where we're, 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 we're kind of uh, searching for, for locks. 
at the end of this episode, I might change my mind, but right now it's not a lock. Yeah. I think I might bet this though by the time the game tips because I'm just searching for some. This one's appealing in its own right here. Loyola Maryland, who who actually played DePaul pretty good in the opener in Chicago. They they head to State College to take on Penn State. Uh, they're catching 16 and a half and judging by how they played in the opener, the Greyhounds, I think they can cover this, but I'm not going to lock it still. Cause I think Penn state might play a lot better in game two, but what do you think of this spread? And what are you doing here? Yeah, no, I'm going to lean to, uh, to taking the points as well. I thought I was actually surprised at how good Penn state did look the other night because I thought Winthrop was going to have a shot to beat them. So I'm going to lean loyal in Maryland, but this isn't a lock for me either. Yeah. Uh, then, then uh, this is one. Okay. So the ones that I was thinking about, there was no way I was going to lock up Lehigh or Charleston Southern. It was, it was central and Colgate really like I, and I haven't done, I haven't bet Colgate yet. I already bet central um, Loyola. I was like, eh, maybe, I don't know, but what about this one? This one, t- like talk me off, not locking this one. UMass Lowell want to know Right as they won by like oh I think it was like sixty uh, against against I think Fisher College it was and then you have Columbia who only put up thirty five on Rutgers. Columbia seems to be kind of kind of a, a, a one of the shittier teams in the Ivy. UMass Lowell laying seven and a half. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna lay the seven and a half. I feel like they're gonna beat their ass, but I guess I don't know. I, I guess the line's accurate. What what are you doing here? You know what? I'm gonna lock up UMass a little. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do fucking it. do it. I was t- sitting there hesitating on that. Do I go with the River Hawks or do I not? Let's go with the River Hawks. Let's lay the seven and a half with them. They're gonna yeah, get Columbia the dub. Awful the other night. Yeah, and I know it's on the road, but that that place ain't gonna be lit. Lay the seven and a half. Let's go. Uh, Presbyterian. Heads to the Citadel. <laughs> this could be a great game. <laughs> I'm, I'm locking up the Citadel. Give me the Citadel minus two and a half. I already bet this thing. I'm going with the SoCon here. And I look, I did get my eyes on that Clemson Citadel game. Now, here's my fear: is I don't really know how good Presbyterian is, but I got some some eyes on the uh, the Clemson Citadel game, and I thought the Citadel played all right considering they lost by eleven. I thought they played pretty good. It made me think that okay, they're gonna be they're gonna be, you know, kind of a tough team in, in, night in night out in the SoCon. I don't expect them to be at the top, but I think the SoCon kind of speaks for itself. So I'm gonna lay the two and a half against Presbyterian. What are you doing here? I'm gonna stay away from this from a lock standpoint. I'm gonna lean to Presbyterian. These two teams when they played last year went to double overtime. So I think it's going to be another exciting game. So I'm going to take the points one in doubt here. Oof, oof! I'm yeah. getting nervous. Getting nervous about these <laughs> locks of mine. Certain <laughs> nights you feel it. Like I felt like yeah. the past. I actually felt like the opening three nights. I felt like I had a good feel. I feel like tonight, I'm I'm reaching a little bit. So um, Quinnipiac, fresh off of the win uh, at Rhode Island, now they head to Stonehill. Yes. That is a real college. Stonehill is catching nine and a half. Look, I took Quinnipiac to win, but I was thinking like, and they looked good against against Rhode Island. But part of me is like, 
they partied. I saw that video of that locker room with them dancing. Yeah. So I'm like, give me Stonehill plus nine and a half. I that's as far as my analysis really goes because Stone. I mean Stonehill. It's not like they looked great. I just think pretend like can we see Quinnipiac do that consistently? And I think that's the the concern for betting on Quinnipiac, even though they looked really good. What are you doing here? No, like you mentioned, uh, that was their Super Bowl beating Rhode Island, and this is going to be Stonehill's first Division One home game. I'm going to take Stonehill as well. Yeah, let's ride with the points there. Uh, Might want to sprinkle some on the money line too. I mean, wouldn't that be wild? The Skyhawks. That maybe that maybe yeah. that's the right Skyhawks. Maybe we've been betting on the wrong Skyhawks. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> this is one of the better games on the slate, and I know I know you're you're uh, you know probably excited to watch it because Towson has come into the season with a lot of hype. Yes. You know, I've had uh, you know I grew up in the DC area and uh, I had some friends message me about how they think Towson could be pretty good this year. They, they, I know both of us did actually. So uh, Towson uh, heads to Amherst to take on Frank Martin, your boy and the UMass Minutemen. I'm on UMass. I'm going with the better coach here. And, and look, I, we were right on Albany covering against Towson. Albany gave him more of a game than, than, than Vegas thought. I think UMass takes care of business. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, I think the wrong team's favor. I'm gonna lock up the Minutemen to get it done. Boom! We lock it up. Old faithful, old faithful, right? Frank Martin, baby. I mean, I just expect their defense to 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 give Towson a ton of problems. And and as much as uh, you know, I was really impressed by Towson a season ago and some of the players they have, some of the the talent they have on that team. But Frank Martin, man, he, I mean, he obviously took South Carolina to the final four. He, I, he can get the maximum out of, out of his roster, even if it's early on. So I'm with you. Give me the point and give me the minute men, Western Carolina. They covered for me against Georgia. Uh, they are heading to college park, Maryland to take on the Terrapins. They are catching 21, 21 and a half. I think I see out there as well. I'm taking the catamounts. Look, they hit for me the other night. I get it. Like Willard uh, and Maryland looked, looked pretty good against Niagara. They won by what? 22 kind of think Western Carolina is better than Niagara. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the catamounts. What are you doing here? Yeah, I struggled here. I'm going to lean to the Terps. I think the Terps are, are actually pretty good under Kevin Willard in year number one. Uh, yeah, I mean that line is big though, man. I, th- I mean, I get it. I I could totally see it too, especially uh, it's another game under the belt, you know, understanding changes and and you know, I, I just feel like getting a, your second game, you can focus on a lot of the things you did wrong and correct them. Um we have this is uh, in my opinion, uh I'm going to go ahead and say out of the slate this is probably my favorite game. Coming into it, Western Kentucky heads to Eastern Kentucky. We have a rivalry game, and I am super excited to watch it. Uh, Western Kentucky is it has has yet to play a game, but Eastern Kentucky did destroy Miami Ohio Middletown. <laughs> um, this is an interesting matchup. The last time they played a, a year ago was on December fourth. Western Kentucky won by five. 
Now I'm very intrigued because obviously Western Kentucky stole away uh, ACOT from uh, from Boise State. Or I mean, he was at Boise. He was going to Memphis. They, they steal him. It seemed like they also bring back a couple guys. They were they were kind of injured a season ago. So the question is, and and I guess you know ACOT's a he's questionable for this game because of an illness. That is the only thing that could potentially scare me off of this. I am going to lay the points with Western Kentucky at, at seven and a half. But I'll tell you this, like I laid points a lot with Western Kentucky last year when they're favorites. I feel like they're a hard team. Uh, like they, they normally just kind of play at that level of, Oh, okay. We're favored by 20, you know, or favored by 12. Let me just play to that level where as when they're dogs, I feel like they're, they're a much better team to bet on. I'm going to lay the seven and a half though. And I'm going to lock it up, but folks monitor that situation because with, if ACOT's not playing, it's a big X factor. I would delay. I haven't bet it yet because of that. I am going to bet this game. Most likely if he is playing, what are you doing here? My friend, I think we have our first lock off of the year. I'm going to lock up EKU. They play a hectic style with uh 40 minutes of pressing with AW Hamilton. And you mentioned it kind of a rivalry game with the two Kentuckys. And for some reason, they always play close games and you're right. Western Kentucky, they play down to their competition, no matter how talented they are under Rick Stansberry. We have a lock fight. I mean, look, but I think it's going to be a lock fight. If if ACOT's playing, which I think he will, because this is a rivalry game, mm-hmm. I gotta go with the more talented team. But I would not go past eight. It's seven and a half that I'm seeing right now, folks. If you are going past eight, I I do not advise you to, because I, I, I I think you're right. And knowing that, who knows how how healthy he is. And maybe I'm a maniac for locking this one. I just feel like their roster is really good this year. Um, They're loaded. Yeah. And I feel like they should, you know, put them on it or put, you know, lay it on a Eastern Kentucky, but you're right. It's a rivalry game. You never know. So Ryan is locking up EKU. I'm locking up WKU. This should be fun tomorrow night. Uh, This one is a very good game as well. If you watch that Colorado state opener in Fort Collins, uh, the Gardner Webb running bulldogs were up, I think 11 or 12 at halftime. Uh, Colorado state kept chipping away. They ended up getting, getting the momentum. The crowd was crazy in Fort Collins and, and they hit like pretty much a game winner. Um, so Gardner Webb got the loss. I rode Gardner Webb in that game. Now they had tough scheduling. They yeah. start off in Fort Collins. Now they're going down to Texas, take on Stephen F. Austin, the lumberjacks. <sighs> I went back and forth on this. I, I, uh, I, I have not, I'm not going to bet this. I don't think, um, but as far as watching this game, I'm really excited to watch it. I, I, uh, I ended up going with Gardner Webb. I thought that the, they, the advantage that they have, that they played that game and they looked good. Can they fix, you know, there a couple, I know Stephen F. Lawson played a game, but it was against like a D two school or D three school. Um, I, I think Gardner Webb has a little bit of the advantage as far as they've already played a tough road environment. So I'm going to take the five and a half. Do I like it? No, but I'm going to take the five and a half. What are you doing here? 
You, uh, Stephen F. Austin played uh, another name that's entertaining, Laterno, Laterne. I don't. So I don't know where the, <laughs> they're finding some of these schools. No, you you mentioned it. Gardner Webb looked good the other night at Colorado State, and you, you mentioned their schedule after this. They got North Carolina and Wofford on the road. So shout out to Gardner Webb for uh, scheduling. Uh, but I'm going to take the Lumberjacks. They're they're always really good at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. You're making me think about this one. You are making me think about this one. Uh, no, I think I'm just going to back Gardner Webb. I think I think just. I think it's a good game. Yeah, I think it's one of the better games we have on the slate. Speaking of that, uh, before we get to our next game, I want to tell you folks out there that the college basketball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. And from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking uh, stocking stuffer for the DGen in your life. And let me tell you, we have these campus edition t-shirts. Absolutely fantastic for the college basketball experience and college football experience. Go check those out. But besides that, we have a ton of other cool clothing. So uh, check that out. All right. Uh, right now they're doing uh, until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas sucks. Yes. That's store that sports gambling podcast.com promo code Dallas sucks. All right. Central Michigan, the chips. If you're a Central Michigan football fan today in Maction, what a nice comeback happened there with the chips. Fire up chips, as they say. Chip, chip, chip. All right, this one was a little tricky for me. You have Marquette, Shaka Smart's second home game. They uh, obviously had a little bit of a scare with Radford. They cut that thing down to three pretty late in that game. They ended up getting it back up to double digits, but Radford certainly covered that one. Now the the chips of Central Michigan come into uh, into uh, Milwaukee there to to take on Marquette. Oh man, I am gonna lay the points here. And my logic was this: Central Michigan has only won seven games the past two. I mean, like each each year, so fourteen games over the past two years. I didn't see any development. If anything, that they were worse last year than two years ago. I don't think they're very good. Now, at the same time, I do not think Marquette's the type of team to really blow you out. But I think the gap is pretty big in this one. I'm going to lay the points with Marquette. What are you doing here? I'm going to take the points, not lock it up. Central Michigan, it's going to be their opener. And Marquette, they didn't look very good the other night. I, I think we touched on that in their preview. And they have Purdue on deck. So maybe a potential look ahead a little bit. That that makes a little bit of sense there. That makes a little bit of sense there with uh, the look ahead spot is Purdue looked pretty good the other night. Um, all right. Then we have S- Cleveland state, the Vikings of Cleveland state life after Dennis Gates. Uh, Daniel Robinson is the brand new head coach there, right? I believe was that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and Daniel Robinson just lost to uh was it Notre Dame College of Ohio? 
Yep. Notre Dame College of Ohio. Uh, the head coach is a former Hugs guy. So shout out to Mark Richmond getting the oh, dub. The there you go. Cleveland. There you go. Um, that's concerning. And now you're heading, you know, Wes Miller year two in, in Cincinnati. He loved what he did in the portal, bringing in some guys. The The line is gigantic. It's 20, a flat 20. Why am I laying this? Because they just lost the Notre Dame college of Ohio. I have zero faith in them uh, being able to correct their mistakes that fast. And I do think there's a little buzz around Cincinnati about this program. I don't feel good about this, this game betting it. No, I wouldn't do it, but uh, give me Cincinnati minus 20. I'm going to take the Vikings. It's not the first time that they've lost a division two game. They actually lost in Notre Dame. I think it was in 2019 as well. So uh, and it's pretty, a bad matchup for them. What? Well, get them yeah. on the schedule. Yeah, they think that they're playing the fighting Irish or something, but it's not the fighting Irish. It's a different Notre Dame out of Ohio, but uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take the Vikings in a Ohio matchup here. I, I think Cincinnati's good, but 20 is too many points. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. Uh, Illinois state. I, I faded Illinois state in the first game. I think you rode with them and uh, they, uh, they lost to Western Illinois outright as a, uh, I think they were a nine point favorite. If memory serves me correct, maybe even nine and a half. Well, now they can get, get it back on the right foot, but they got to travel down to Eastern Illinois who just got murked by uh, the Illinois fighting Illini regional matchup. I'm taking the points. I don't think Eastern Illinois is very good. I do think Illinois state's the better team, but they're on the road. Nine and a half points. Give me, give me Eastern Illinois. Don't love this play. <laughs> yeah. I don't love it either. And uh, Illinois state lost to Western Illinois in your opener. So that's embarrassing because Western Illinois is never good. Neither is Eastern Illinois. So I guess I'll lay the points, but don't feel great about it. <laughs> uh, Omaha, 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 Omaha stakes is, uh, is at uh, Nebraska here. This is this, you know, do we think this Fred Hoiberg coached uh, Cornhusker team could actually be decent this year? They, they, they won only by 13 against a main team. That's been awful lately, which is very concerning about me taking Nebraska minus 17, but yet I took it. Omaha is coming off of a, 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 an ass whooping to Kansas, but still that's Kansas. No, no, dude, the Nebraska main game was not the way I thought it would pan out. I thought Nebraska Maine is bad. I mean, unless they they've really gotten better in the off season, the main that I've saw last season and the season before is really bad. So there's a little bit of red flags going on in this game, but it's, it's a little brother also I'm laying the 17, but I think I could be completely wrong on this one. What are you doing? Yeah, I feel like we just want Nebraska to be good in football and basketball, but they just won't be. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Omaha. I, 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 they went to Kansas. So it, it can't be more difficult than playing at Kansas. So I don't feel good about this one either, though. I think you just sold me. I, I just feel like that Maine game is a bad fucking look. I think Omaha's yeah. got to be better than Maine. I know Omaha hasn't been great either. You know what? I'm switching it to. Give me, give me Omaha on the points. 17 points. Out. Let's go. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I said, shout out to the chat. Uh, Johnny football, Ryan Hassel. Uh, who else we got? We got no Beanick in there as well. Yes. Maine is awful. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. So I think we have to take, and then you factor in the point that that Omaha might have a couple guys that didn't get recruited by Nebraska. Little fuck you mode. Even though I thought that would be the case with Hampton JMU, and look how that worked out for me to to, uh, earlier tonight. But uh, you know, I'll I'll double down on that and uh, give me the points. Give me the points in Omaha, Um, North Alabama. This is probably the grossest game of the day. Is at Alabama A and M. Now North Alabama was awful a season ago, but damn, fifty uh, fifty seven point win against Oakwood. Yeah, I thought that was a golf course. Um, <laughs> uh, nice win there. And we, meanwhile, Alabama A and M hasn't played a game. Uh, these teams did meet a year ago. Man, should we lock this one up? <laughs> I, I I I'm I'm starting to lean that way. A year ago. North Alabama won 56 to 45. Should we lock up North Alabama? The lions I'm locking up the lions. Give me Tony Pujols uh, squad. They're going to Alabama A and M again to win wrong team favored. I agree. And look, they've been at the golf course of Oakwood. They bounce back. You, I, I like what we're doing here. We're talking ourselves into locks on a questionable slate. Give me the lions of North Alabama. Lock it up to double lock. This game's hilarious. And uh, Johnny Football, the chat said, lock up the under 133 and a half. Yeah, last year was 56.45. So I like that play too. Give me the under. Uh, Why is this suddenly moving itself to the main screen at uh, SGPN Studios tomorrow afternoon when I say, guys, we got to put the North Alabama game on? Um, The Dundee money line uh, lock. What is that money line right now? I'm trying to pull that up. Uh, I think it was a plus one thirty or something, plus yeah. one twenty. Uh, <laughs> North Dakota State. You know, we saw this matchup a couple of years ago, and North Dakota State, the Bison. They they put a scare. December fifth, two thousand twenty, Kansas won sixty five sixty one. In the fog, I mean, and th- I think this thing was like 63 61, and North Dakota State had a chance to tie it. What a game that was! Now, NDSU, they're 0 1, but they did, I believe, actually, I think that, yeah, they covered, they covered, they only lost by 18. They covered that was a 21 point spread against Arkansas. Now it's a 23 and a half point spread. I do think this NDSU team is a lot worse than that team a couple of years ago, though. Um, Kansas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So North Dakota State did go to the fog two years ago and was competitive, but the only problem with that was that was the COVID year. So the fog wasn't the fog. They yeah. played with no fans. So I'm going to take Kansas. I didn't think Kansas looked very good the other night. Um, I know no bill self. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to lean Kansas minus the 23. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think we go Kansas. I would have locked it up, but they got Duke on deck. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go Kansas. I'm with you. Radford heads to Notre Dame. Look, we locked up Radford the other night. This is one we should consider. Yes. I'm higher on this Notre Dame team though coming into the season than I am on Marquette and they, but that, but Radford covered against Marquette gave him a game, but Radford's catching 18 and a half, the Highlanders. <sighs> give me, give me the Highlanders. I feel like this is a fringe lock. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, 
I struggle with this one too, in terms of if I want to lock it or not with Radford, because I feel like Notre Dame does struggle in the non-conference usually, but they do bring back a lot from that good team last year. So I'm going to let I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to lock up Radford. Give me the Highlanders dude. And I, you know what? I just looked up the last time they played, you know who won Radford? Yes. Lock this fucking thing up. Let's go. Give me, give me the Highlanders plus 18 and a half. They won 63 60 back in 2018. I know that's stupid logic to say, Oh, well look, they're going to beat them again. No, but I, I think Radford played at a decent level the other night, 18 and a half points on a night that we're struggling to find bets. I think we're, we're, I, I, I feel better right now than I did 20 minutes ago when I was looking at the slate going, eh. I feel better. I, f- I honestly feel better about the Radford, North Alabama plays. Um, yeah. And sign Ra- me up. And Let's Radford go. has a bunch of, uh, or has a couple of high major transfers and they've already played a high major. So they're not, the nerves aren't going to be there and it's, it's Notre Dame's opener. So yeah, I, li- I like Radford to cover this thing. Let's go. Let's go. Highlanders. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting matchup here. The Salukis of Southern Illinois, they uh, head to Stillwater. Stillwater's run deep with the Salukis when they come here. Uh, interesting matchup because the spread is eight. It's, this is, you know, Southern Illinois was decent in the MVC a year ago. Ugh. I'm going to lay the eight. Don't feel good about it. What are you doing? I'm locking up Southern Illinois and I sprinkle some of the money line. I think this, I think the Salukis are good. Wow. That was, uh, that was, I mean, they put it on little rock, man. Yeah. 31 point win. Salukis have that sweet ass logo. It looks like, looks like fucking lassie. Um, I don't, I I just feel like Oklahoma state's got to rejoice after that season there. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't, they weren't eligible. I feel like they want to make a statement. I'm going to lay the eight. I don't like it though. But I mean, if if anything, you locking it up is making me like it less and less. Um, Texas Southern who covered against San Francisco, I believe if memory serves me correct, they head to Lubbock, man, Lubbock was rocking the other night. What a great video. What a great, that's, that's why college basketball is the best. Uh, uh, The red Raiders are laying 20 and a half. Remember Fardaz, the big man, the transfer from U- Utah Valley uh, still going to be out in this game. Texas Tech's laying twenty and a half. I I I think I've taken the points here. Give me the twenty and a half in, in Texas Southern. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm taking the points as well. I th- Texas Tech I think is struggling to score right now without Fardaws, and they got a bunch of transfers again. So I'll take the twenty and a half. I I don't feel great about it though. But yeah, no, even for Texas Southern, Lubbock will be lit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that, that I got to get down there and go to a game. That looks so great. Uh, next up on the slate is uh Houston Baptist heading to Texas, man. I don't know if you caught the, uh, the, so I had the Houston Baptist game on for a little bit at the airport. And what's crazy is they covered for me barely, I believe by like a, a point or a half a point. Um, and, and uh, they had, they, they went off. One of their guys went off from three, um, but they blew a gigantic halftime lead. They were up by nine and a half. They, they got outscored by 20 points in the second half. Now they head to Austin. They're catching 32 and a half points. <laughs> 
I guess I'll take the points, but this team was not very impressive as far as like watching them. I don't know that they're a good basketball team, but, and I know Chris Beard's defense is legit and I'm, I'll probably lock them down, but damn it. 32 points, 32 and a half. That's a gigantic number. What are you doing here? I'm locking the Longhorns even with the big number. I don't think Houston Baptist is going to score like 40. So yeah, they looked bad the other night. Texas for Texas standards. Beard ripped them all uh, last couple of days. I think they're going to come out firing even against Houston Baptist. Give me the horns. Oh, that's a big number. That's a ballsy play. I love it. Uh, there we go. Ryan McIntyre saying, "Hook up horns." Now, you might be able to talk me into this next one. North Dakota is heading into Creighton. You might be able to talk me into locking up Creighton because I can tell you this after the Tommy's almost Tommy's were playing them. St. Thomas was playing Creighton tough. No doubt. And I think they might want to make a statement against a questionable fighting Hawks, you know, team, AKA North Dakota. The spread is 28 points. <laughs> this one I could be talked into this one. I could be talked into as a lock because North Dakota is not good. Creighton is very good. St. Thomas, I actually think is good. I don't think North Dakota is good. Should we consider locking up the blue Jays? Yep. If you want to come with me, I'm locking up the blue Jays in a bounce back. They looked awful the other night, but they're a top 10 fringish team. So I think they look good on Friday night. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. North Dakota is terrible. Let's roll. Terrible. Uh, Northern Arizona is at Arizona state little regional matchup, man. I, I hesitated on this one too. Uh, you got the Bobby Hurley situation, the way he looked the other night, that was not <laughs> encouraging. I would say if you're a sun devil fan, um, man, Flagstaff to Tempe NAU sucks though. I've seen them so many years, but they, they're supposed to be a more veteran team. They, they look better than I thought they would look against Michigan state. Give me the 15 and a half at Arizona state. I don't like it. What are you doing here? I'm going to take the points too. I don't love it. I, I'm with you. I'm down on Arizona state. I think they suck. Uh, Bethune Cookman's at Indiana. Bethune Cookman's catching 31 and a half, which is, I think exactly. I think they covered by one against Iowa. If mem- if that was a, like a 30 point spread. I think yeah. they covered against Iowa. Uh, Vegas was right on it. They're heading to Bloomington, man. I guess I'll take the points. I don't know. I'm just, this is like the, the sympathy play. You think like they're up enough that they bring in the backups. When is that? It's like betting Ohio state football. When, when, when will be the, what's the threshold of when they take out CJ Stroud? You know what I mean? So it's like, give me Bethune. You're crazy if you bet this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not locking this one. I like to bet. I like to lock these big favorites when they're coming off a bad game because I know they're due for a bounce back. But Indiana looked really, really good the other night against Moorhead. So, um, yeah, no, I'm gonna stay away. I'll lean Indiana though. All right, uh, this one I thought I thought long and hard about betting this one, and maybe you can talk me into betting this one. Cal Poly's at San Francisco. The Dons. Uh, the Cal Poly, you know, historically, um, over the past couple of years, not not a great team, but they did beat Bethesda University, which is not Bethesda, Maryland, believe it or not, uh, by uh, thirty five points. So that's encouraging. Um, 
they head up to, to San Francisco to take on the Dons. San Francisco's laying 13 and a half. Part of me thinks San Francisco's going to win by like 25, but it is the, the, you know, we don't have a big sample size. They won by 13 against Texas Southern, Texas Southern covered in that game. But I think Texas Southern is a decent squad. They won at Florida a year ago. I think Texas Southern would probably beat Cal Poly by 10 points. Yeesh. I'm going to lay the points with San Francisco. Keep an eye on the SGPN picks page. Cause I think I could lock this thing up. What are you doing here? Yeah, I just, I can't lock up San Fran cause I don't know with the trans or uh, transition over to new coach, Chris girl. If sin, I can't pronounce his name, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to the chat, but there's a university home of the elder scrolls, Johnny football. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I'll lean San Fran, but no lock for me. Uh, Georgia Southerns uh, continues their road trip. We locked up uh, San Jose State. Uh, that came true for us the other night. Made some good money on that. And now Southern heads to Santa Cruz, uh, where they'll they'll be. T- I'm sorry, did I say Santa Cruz? Santa Clara, where they'll be taking on Herb Sendek squad. Uh, you know, Santa Clara looked all right. They covered against Eastern Washington in a game I was on the wrong side of, but. I think Southern Southern gets back on track a little bit here. I think that line's a little bit too high. I'm going to take Southern plus the 11 and a half. I think uh, Santa Clara wins by, I don't know. Actually, it's not a, not a crazy dog in a, in a slate where you're looking for money line dogs. I could see this being a game with a couple minutes left, but I do think Santa Clara is the better team. I think they're the better coach team as well. So Santa Clara probably gets the dub, but I could see this being a five point game. A couple minutes left. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah. And I feel like Santa Clara always plays close games with Herb Sendick. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of lean George Southern. I, I'm not going to lock this one either though. Yeah. Keep an eye on the picks page. I might bet yes. a couple more games later tonight when I'm doing some deep dive in here. Nichols is at Wyoming. Um, this is an interesting one because I believe I watched this game like a year ago. No, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Maybe I was thinking of Texas Southern because I, I just searched the last matchup. Hmm. I don't know who I'm thinking of, but anyway, uh, Wyoming is laying 16 and a half. Obviously, you know, a lot of people have Wyoming winning the mountain West this year, 16 and a half is a lot of points. Nichols is a talented team, but they did get worked by Arizona. I don't know if that's a, a I don't know if that means they're a bad team or not. Give me Nichols in the points. What are you doing? Same. I, I'm not going to lock it just because maybe Nichols isn't good, but I think they're talented enough. And I, I'm not holding getting drilled by Arizona. A lot of teams are going to get drilled by Arizona this year. So I'll yeah. lean with you on the points. Uh, we got three games left on the slate. You see Riverside, who I I locked up against Colorado, and I I ate shit on that one. They head to Loyola Marymount, uh, not far from where I'm recording this right now, and uh, to take on the Lions there. Riverside's getting four and a half. I, I do think the wrong team might be favored here. I think this might be a money line play for Riverside. What are you doing here? I'm locking up Riverside. Take it on the money line. I'm with you. Wrong team favored. Let's go. Let's go. Riverside, don't fuck me again here. Let's go. Let's go. Going back to the well. Yes. And look at this. It, all right. I'm, I'm starting to feel better about this slate. Uh, Vermont is at St. Mary's. It's a far trip. 
far trip, but Vermont, just like Oral Roberts, Vermont is catching a similar number. I believe Oral Roberts was catching nine and a half. Was it or nine? Either way, Vermont's catching eight and a half. You might want to wait. I think this line could jump up to nine, nine and a half. I think Vermont's going to give them a game. I think both Same. these teams are well coached. Last lock of the night. I'm locking up Vermont. What are they? The, the catamounts? I don't even. Yeah, catamounts. Plus the points. I know Randy Bennett keeps a good coach team though. Now we got fortunate to get that that Oral Roberts one because that was right on the number. Um, what are you doing here? I'm with you. I think this is a half court game. Two really good uh, coach teams. You're talking me into it. I'm gonna lock up the catamounts as well. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. That's like that's the best game of the night, actually. That's the game I want to watch most. USC is hosting Alabama State. It's a potential bounce back spot for uh, Andy Kennedy's uh, squad. Wait, Andy Kennedy, Andy Enfield. Andy Enfield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, USC is laying twenty seven and a half against Alabama State, but you know Alabama State not necessarily uh, a great squad. They just lost by uh, by forty one to UAB. Now they go all the way to Los Angeles. The spread is 27 and a half. Give me USC. What are you doing here? I'm going to lock up another big number. I think USC <laughs> bounces back. Against You're a wild man. Oh, I can see it. I can see it. Hey, hey, he's Moneyline Max locking it up. Yep. <laughs> you and these big ass spreads. You remind <laughs> me, you like Patty C. Uh, hey, but, but if they hit, they hit. So that's our slate. Um, it, it, you know, fans out there asking what, you know, sometimes they'll DM me. What are the best games to me? The top five games to watch, in my opinion, I would put Vermont and in uh, St. Mary's at perhaps the one spot to watch. How about uh, two? I would go, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the, the, the Western Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky directional rivalry matchup there. Uh, Weber State, Stephen F. Austin, probably getting that mix, and then Towson and uh, and uh, UMass. And for the fifth one, I would go give me Central and App. What do you What do you think the top five games to watch are? Yeah, no, I like that Towson UMass game. I that's one I'm really looking forward to. I think Southern Illinois Oklahoma State's going to be a hell of a game. The Salukis they're always tough uh, against these high majors. Vermont St. Mary's that's the game of the night. I'm with you on that. And then Western Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, our lock off is going to be a heck of a game as well. And then for my fifth game, I'll probably go to that Riverside Loyola Marymount game. I think those are two evenly matched teams. Love it. Love it. Okay. So let, let's rattle off the locks here. For me, I'm taking Vermont plus eight and a half points. I'm taking UC Riverside plus four and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line. Uh, I am taking, uh, what else are my locks here? I have. I am locking up North Alabama plus two and a half. Uh, I am locking up Radford plus 18 and a half. I am locking up Western Kentucky, but that one, I want you to monitor the injury situation. Do not, because I will, I, I mean, I already bet it. So I'm, I'm definitely, I guess I'm up the river, but uh, for, for folks out there listening, you might, you might want to do an injury check before you bet that game. Uh, and then I, I locked up uh, the Citadel minus two and a half. I locked up North Carolina Central plus four and a half, and 
Did I have any other? Oh, UMass Lowell minus seven and a half as the final lock. Um, well, how about yourself, Ryan? Yeah, no, I'm locking up UMass Lowell minus a seven and a half with you. I'm taking the Minutemen plus one wrong team favored EKU in the rivalry game plus seven and a half. Northern Alabama plus two and a half wrong <laughs> team favored. Sprinkle some on the money line. Radford plus eighteen and a half. The Saluki of Southern Illinois plus eight. Sprinkle some on the money line as well. Texas in the big number minus thirty two and a half. Creighton minus twenty seven. You see Riverside plus four and a half wrong team favored. So take the money line as well. Vermont plus eight and a half and USC to bounce back minus 27 and a half. You sold me on Creighton too. I'm betting that Creighton game. Let's go. Yeah. Let's I'm going to lock Jays, up baby. Creighton too. And, and I love that play. Uh, all right, folks. Well, that's our slate for tonight. Tomorrow night's slate is unbelievable. So uh, stay tuned. We will be we will be, uh, you know, uh, I guarantee you, super excited to uh, to bring you the slate for uh, tomorrow night. So, folks, if you can subscribe to the College Basketball Experience, I'll be back in the studio tomorrow night. Uh, and if you can uh, subscribe to the College Football Experience and the College Baseball Experience with Noah Beanick, um, we come together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Check out all of Ryan's work. The Ryan and Rush Show, fantastic work there. Um, I highly recommend it. Also the, the NFL gambling podcast. He hosts that as well. Check out those shows. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter. He's on Twitter at uh, moneyline underscore Mac. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, and uh, yeah, give us all a follow, check out the sports gambling podcast network. Check out, you know, we have a slew of uh podcasts. We've got the world cup coming, the soccer gambling podcast. I highly recommend uh if if uh, if you're into the Canadian Football League, the Road to the Grey Cup, we got the Canadian uh, CFL Gambling Podcast, uh, Golf Gambling Podcast. They do great work. Shout out to Boston Capper. Really, we just have a gigantic platform uh, where I, I highly recommend a lot of our shows. NHL Gambling Podcast. So uh, check out all that and uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. We we'll get access to all of our stuff our articles. We have a lot of great college basketball articles that we don't get to talk about on the pod essentially, but they're out there. Go check those out and uh, yeah, come talk college hoops with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. And yeah, till tomorrow folks, this is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Got me thinking about the good shit the minute that I seen your grill again. It made me good trip, good dog the mind back, like dog will wind that. Man, I didn't get mad when you near me hit the cam back. But the coming zone was strong. Now my shit's coming along, you know the song. The truth is I'm pretty much on five again. It's eating up for real, I'm alive again. Uh, and that's the attraction factor. Vancouver to Michigan with my rap disaster. Yeah, you know you want it, how you want it. No need to trip, cause I got it, dog got it. All yours and the extras too. All the super music and the sex for hope. Uh, just get it straight, cause he caught me in a good mood. Let me demonstrate what this time of year could do. Sing it.